in five, four. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Chips and Bits podcast. I am your host, Kenny Myers, and with me as always is the beautiful, voluptuous Matthew Anderson. Say hi to the hi to the children, Matt. Hi, children. Yes, and today, today we are going to talk about Infamous Dose, or as they say in America, Infamous 2. Correct. Yes, um, and uh, we both beat it. Uh, when did you beat it? Oh, geez. I don't know. Uh, a month ago? A month ago, yeah. So we're a bit behind. Just a little a, bit. Just a little, a little bit. bit behind. Mostly Matt's fault. Not gonna, not gonna blame anyone, but <laughs> if it was. But, uh, so I had the good fortune of, of playing Infamous 1 for the first time, and then immediately after that, going right into Infamous 2. Uh, yeah. Which I think will provide some unique and interesting perspectives on this game. Yes, I think so too. Is there a vacuum cleaner going on at your place, Matt? No, no, that would be my uh, my laptop fan. Oh, good, good. Yeah. That's that's finally kicked in. So now the podcast can really begin. Yeah, well, once we've got the once we got the fans going, <clears throat> we're yeah. ready to go. It's it's, uh, it's really it, it, the only fan uh, the only fan of our podcast too. The only fan's my laptop fan. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunate but true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had to turn off uh, video and Skype because uh, my computer doesn't like that. I guess. Yep. OSX Lion, everybody, upgrade now. Upgrade now for increased fan speed. <laughs> An incredibly annoying podcast. <laughs> so, uh, should we do a very, very short uh, house cleaning announcement for some of our changes? To, for example, the website. Are you talking about our operations? No, I'm talking about how we have an announceable URL that we can now point people to and, and bombard them with marketing and fancy... Well, it's, it's pseudo-announceable. It's kind of hard to, to say. It's not hard to say. It Chip- used to be bits.cooperative.is. Now it's chips-n-bits.com. Chipsandbits.com. Yes. Yeah. But with a dash in the middle. But there's dashes. With a dash of dashes in the middle. There are several dashes in our URL now. Yes. Which is better. It is. It uh, is much better. It is. We have decided that uh, the application that originally we were going to build uh, is no longer going to happen. Because we're lazy. Because we're incredibly lazy. We'd rather talk about... We'd rather talk about talking about video games... Than actually than doing build application. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's our little uh, brief moment of pimp. We've updated uh, all the RSS second. feeds too, uh, and Matt's going to give the site some more uh, pop. Oh, and some you can level. comment on stuff too. Yeah, you can comment on stuff. It's tied into Facebook. You can like shit. Yeah, you- Facebook. That's like the greatest application ever by the yeah. best company in the world. Yeah, uh, you can't dislike anything because, well, you know. It's Facebook. But you can like stuff all over the site. All over the site. All over that site. Just smearing your likes all over Matt's beautiful work. Yeah, please do. Yeah. So uh, those, that's the housekeeping. Uh, housekeeping. But let's get to Infamous because we still want to keep the short and we've just shortened Infamous too. The we do. So um, I loved it. You loved it? I loved it. I thought it was just as good as the first one. I didn't think it was any better. Really? Yes. 
Huh. Interesting. I thought it was better than the first one. Why? Why? Well, uh, I thought that there was a lot more to do, first mm-hmm. of all. And uh, I thought that the they were able to achieve that without relying so heavily on the open world stuff, which they had to in the first game. In the first game, there was tons of stuff to do, but only if you did the open world stuff. In this game, uh, there were a lot more uh, side quests that were kind of naturally tied into the story. And the inclusion of the user-generated content stuff was really cool. Really? Yeah. I hated that. Why? I thought it was so intrusive. Intrusive? You don't have to go do any of it. Right, but uh, it's uh, I'm playing a game for a narrative arc. Like, what what are all these green things that mean absolutely nothing? They mean absolutely nothing. It's like throwing a bunch of, like, uh, sparkles in someone's faces and saying, pick one out, instead of just giving them a nice, you know, sparkler. Hmm. Okay, so so Did can you play you, so, one of so those can, missions? Can you loved it? <laughs> Did you play one of those missions? I played a couple of them. Yeah. Did you enjoy them? Yeah, yeah. Because every once in a while, <clears throat> I'd be, uh, you know, I'd be getting close to the end of the night. Uh, to be a lot longer in, in Infamous Two than they were in Infamous One. Um, and they did a good job with the save points and whatnot, but sometimes I'm, always, you know, I'm feeling like, well, I don't want to start this new, you know, branch of the story uh, until tomorrow when I have more time, and then I don't want to do just some lame side quest that's all the way over across across the city map. Matt cut out a little bit there, but what he was referring to was the quest missions were a yeah. little bit longer. Yeah, they they were a little bit longer. So yeah, there'd be a couple times. Uh, at the end of the night, right before I was going to bed or something, that I'd be like, okay, I'm going to just try one of these quick user-generated stuff. And they're mostly races or, you know, something lame. You know, Infamous 2, I had what I think is the worst mission in the Infamous series. Ooh, I can't wait to hear what this is. Uh, It's the one where there's a mission where all you have to do is pick up an object and throw it like a thousand yards across a city full of water which you can't really go in three times to three far away regions you have to yeah. put a gas cap on top a of gas a gas cap. pipe i remember that one it was one of the worst missions i've played in that game it was the worst i'm calling it the worst mission i i did not have anywhere near the same reaction that it sounds like you did yeah yeah what, what was so bad about it it was repetitive. It was incredibly long without being incredibly interesting. Um, and I didn't think the reward was really that great. Like, did, you, did you consider that possibly you just suck at throwing things? Well, that is a part of it. I mean, that mission probably took me like two hours to complete. It was long. Dude, there's, there's something wrong with you. No, listen. I mean, listen, you, guy. You, could, you could pick up the gas cap. <clears throat> you could look off into the distance to find out where the smoke was coming I from. I know, and shoot and you it. Could but it doesn't always it. work out that way because sometimes you have to go <clears throat> and it lands in the water and then you have to get on top of it in the water and lift yourself up and then throw it with it and fall in the water. Like, it was terrible. It was a terrible game mechanic. I'm going to chalk this one up to probably uh, a deficiency in your skill set. I, I mean... I'm willing to accept that part of it may be a small deficiency in my skill set, but I'm also willing to accept that uh, you just have no taste in missions. See, the whole game is 
I mean, technically, the whole game is repetitive. I mean, it it follows a very streamlined, repetitive process. Right. Um, So I assume there just must have been something about that gas cap that you didn't like. Well, it was just a really long mission. It was very boring. Yeah, it didn't take me that long. Oh, well, not all of us are fucking PGL Matt Anderson. (laughs) Sorry. So... Uh, yeah, so I, I know I've said this uh, a couple times at least to you, Kenny, but I, I've never said it out loud to the people. So La gente? Yeah, for, for, so for consideration, um, this, you know, the original Infamous is the game that I described to you as being uh, my personal Darksiders of last year. Right. Um, had the same effect on me as, as Darksiders did this year. Right. Um, so, again, I, I think the thing that... Uh, that's that is so good about Infamous, well, Infamous Two and Infamous One, uh, is how they pace things. Uh, it almost makes me feel like like the pacing in this game um, between the different areas that, that drives you. This uh, game felt quicker <clears throat> than the second one. I mean, than it, the first. It did. One. It did, and and I'm gonna go ahead and step out on a limb and suggest that everything, uh, as far as the improvements of the pacing and how they structure the game, comes from the the opening sequence. And if you remember to my kind of one strong criticism against um, Darksiders, uh, it, was the, it was exactly that. It was that they didn't um, capture my attention enough and they didn't push the pace enough in the opening sequence. So I had to wait and come back around to falling in love with Darksiders um, and stick with it. And Infamous kind of just throws you right in there into this crazy scene and follows the same pattern that Darksiders did where you've got these powers and then they take them away from you. But uh, it really left me feeling like it was a really good example of how you do it right. I, I, I kind of really wish that just Darksiders and Infamous 2 could somehow combine. Like, wait form, a minute. Like, wait a minute. Whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, first of all, first of all, they had both the same scene in the beginning. You're super powered. You fight a gigantic boss. You mm-hmm. lose your powers. It's the exact same sequence. Yep. It's just done correctly in Infamous 2 and not done correctly but in But there's Darksiders. no difference that makes it incorrect or correctly. Well, if you look at it through Kenny goggles, yes, there's no difference. But if you look at it through Matt goggles, there were tons of tiny little differences that made, made Darksiders not exciting in the beginning and made Infamous 2 super exciting from the beginning. Well, maybe Matt's just afraid of great art direction. No, they both have good art direction. The art direction in Darksiders is, in both of our opinions, I think, much better than the art direction in Infamous 2, or Infamous. Yeah. Um, but no, again, I, I keep using the word pacing because I think that's what was good about the Infamous 2 opening, and that's what was bad about Darksiders, that, that the pacing is too slow and methodical and drawn out in, in Darksiders. And in Infamous 2, even though they're following the same formula, um, it's very fast-paced, you get through it very quickly, and then you forget about it, you move on, you keep, you know, you continue with the game. Um, well, I think they're the same thing. I think your Matt goggles are stupid. Dude, my Matt goggles are fresh. No. Well, yeah, your Matt goggles are fresh. Just like saying fresh was fresh in 1987. In other words, you're stupid. So what did you like about Infamous 2? Thank you, you. You said, I loved it. I did. I loved it. And then you went on to discuss why the user-generated stuff sucks. Well, you know, I'm a very <clears throat> negative person. I say negative things all the time. Yeah. 
but I thought again, I, I thought the pacing was excellent. Um, I thought the story wasn't as good as the first one. Um, because it wasn't as unique, or because you were kind of used to the the, the good parts about the story already. Uh. Because well, uh, you know that might be a little bit of little both, but I thought the actual plot of one was way more fascinating than the 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 plot of two, which had a little less payoff. It was an interesting uh, plot, that's for sure, um, and that's really what attracts me first to games most is actually how the story goes, or you know at least that the story is interesting, interesting enough for me to stay captivated like gears of war it's interesting um wow yeah i said it it isn't wow. it, well we'll not go into that we'll, you, you just mentioned gears of war and story in the same sentence have you played through gears of war one and two i don't want to talk about it okay well that's a different podcast apparently so so in true chips and bits spoiler fashion uh you know so there's there's kind of the overarching plot point in infamous two of the beasts right. and what the hell that thing is and why it's there and how you're going to defeat it and what it means for the future of humanity. Yeah. And then there's the kind of uh, secondary to that, but more played out and more focused on plot point of whoever that crazy dude is, the, the you know, Creole guy yeah. from the South, general, whatever his pants is, and he's trying to do bad stuff. Right. Now, did you think that both of those plot points were bad or did you specifically dislike one of them? No. I didn't think they were bad. I thought version one's story was better. It was just a better told story. It was more intriguing. Okay. Oh, because it was more mystery based. I mean, who, what, who or what the beast is wasn't really a huge mystery, uh, as it was um, what happened to Cole to give him powers in the first one. Yes. And then when they actually revealed it. It was actually really well done and really incredible. Like, it had a really good payoff. Um, you know, but, like, all the powers in 2, so much better in terms of uh, yes. how they worked. In particular, uh, climbing around and getting to places felt significantly easier than it did in the first one. Uh, yeah, although dropping was a little harder. The hover uh, was, fa was fantastic once you yeah. got it upgraded. Because yeah. it starts off um, pretty uh, pretty normal, like it did in one, and then it turned into like a, it shoots you up first. I love that. Yeah, the the ice jump or the ice boost or whatever it was. Yeah, well, <clears throat> was it wasn't cool. it wasn't an ice boost, but it turned into one if you chose to. Sure, right. Well, the, you could bounce off, you could jump off the cars, electrocute yourself off of cars, and boost yeah. yourself into the air and whatnot. Well. Uh, I mean, the gameplay was great. It's great. It's actually really fun to climb around. It's like Assassin's yeah. Creed. It's just, uh, it's cool to try and get places really quickly and do things along the way. Yeah, it uh, sounds a lot more cartoony than Assassin's Creed, but that in, it, in that aspect, um, it's a little bit more fun for quickly getting around and just kind of messing around, whereas, yeah. you know, with something like Assassin's Creed, you feel like you have to have a purpose for going from one place to the next. In Infamous 2, you can just kind of run around and just do whatever. Right. Another thing I thought was really, really um, well done uh, in terms of the story was it was cool that it turned into a superhero plot line. Yeah, well, and that's where I was kind of going with questioning your, you know, how, how you felt about the different uh, plot points. Um, you know, I, I didn't, I thought that the uh, different aspects of the story in Infamous 2 actually had a lot more potential than just the, the, the basic 
discovery superhero story that was in Infamous One. And um, yeah, but I don't I, think they did a really awesome job with that. Yeah, and and it, I don't either. I don't think they did an awesome. Job. I think they did a great job, but it wasn't fantastic. Yeah. And and one of the things that really after I finished the game and looked back over all the different plot points that kind of bothered me slightly was that they had that um, third kind of a misdirection story where you were getting a little bit of the back channel from the, uh, the hell are those like drops that you pick up around the city? The, the, the things you pick up from the pigeons. Yeah. Something drops. I don't know, whatever, but they're little recordings that you can find around the city. And as you pick these things up, uh, that story that it's capturing that you're listening to is actually the back channel story from the scientists and government agencies involved in, uh, you know, trying to seek you out, trying to seek Cole out and, you know, work with you and all this other stuff. And that was like, all of those things were super interesting. Yeah. Especially when compared to the main plot line, which was that crazy dude. I can't even remember his name. He's so unforgettable. Yeah. Um, and I really wish that the, that guy had just been not even in the game, that the, the main plot point would still be the beast, but that the secondary one that was driving the game would have been that kind of under the covers government, you know, CIA coal mystery thing. I thought that would have been much cooler as the main driver. It would have been. Um, so we should probably talk about, with uh, only like eight minutes left, we should talk about choices in Infamous 2. Because if there's one thing, <clears throat> well, we have a problem. And that's that we both chose We both pick good. the same one. We both pick good. So yeah. there's a whole nother game plot line completely missing. Yeah. Uh, relatively speaking. Not a huge plot line, but... Uh, well, we don't know actually how big it is because we haven't played it. That's true. Uh, the, the weight of choices was significantly... Was more... Sorry, was more significant in this game between good and evil because in the first infamous and the second infamous you get choices between good good and evil and that's a core part of the game yep um in this one it actually had uh, a lot of kind of surprising results yeah and actually the results weren't actually what was super surprising to me sometimes um you know they, they'd throw a couple decisions in there where going the exact same way that you'd been going 50 percent of the way through the game which was good all of a sudden is now bad but you're tied to a certain character or a certain plot point so that the challenge isn't necessarily in whether it's right or wrong. It's whether or not you want to give up on all the investment you've put into this one particular character or story. So I thought um, putting that level of kind of compass uh, into you as a player was very interesting. I, don't, I can't think of another game um, that's done it in that way. And that was pretty fun. I just played a game like that. I just finished one. You did? Yeah. Wait. It, so wait, Bastion's like that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm super excited for a podcast on that game. I'm, I'm almost done. Oh, good, good. Uh, yeah. I just beat it today. But anyway, back to Infamous 2. Yeah. Another podcast, another day. Um, one of the yeah, things the, the I really enjoyed, were they, were, they were great. They were really well executed, and they seemed to have different mission results that I thought were pretty fascinating, too. Well, and let you know again. Let's keep the spoilers rolling. I mean, one one of the biggest decisions and biggest hurdles in the game comes uh, with the very last <laughs> choose your own adventure. Choose the left or right the last side of the mission. Screen. God, what do yeah. you think happens in that? The, the last the, mission you're presented with a choice. And please, if you haven't played Infamous uh, two, turn off right now. Like yeah, it's, it's such fine. a cool thing that I'm going to give you like five seconds to just stop this podcast ready 
And go. So you're given a choice, which is either essentially to eradicate yourself and all the superheroes that you meet along the way, or, or eradicate Zeke and all the humans on the planet, um, which was so cool. It yeah. was it was but there's really not a good. good there's not really a good option. option. No. Like you, you I'm sure that you and I both picked the, you know, kill yourself because we were on the good path and that was right. obviously the good choice, but I really really wanted to pick the other one a little bit. Like I was like, "Oh, I wonder what cuz I don't want to die." Right. Right? Like I want I kind of want an infamous 3 and like I that'd be cool, you know, and it's like I really wanted to pick, like, maybe I should just turn on humanity all of a sudden. Even after all this time, I should just just, just get away with them. Like, I wonder, is it, is it a different boss battle? I don't know. Like, it seems like it would be, but it feels like something might happen. Yeah, I mean, you'd think they'd have to salvage it. This is, you know, normally when there's different branches um, or there's slightly different endings to a game, I beat, you know, I beat it once and then I'll immediately just go online and read what the other ones were because it's not likely that I'll go through and I'll play it again, right? Yeah. Right. This is uh, Infamous Two is definitely one of the first games in a long time that as soon as I got done with it, I was like, "Oh my god, I guess I have to play through it all the way again and yeah. pick that other one because I need to know what happens if I just wipe out humanity." Right. What's that ending look like? I yeah. bet it's great. Yeah, I mean, and then how do you build a sequel from that? I don't know, because you know, I, I assume Cole's then alive, but like, well, at the end of ours, he got struck by lightning, so. Yes. My assumption is that's how he returns, right? But he like uh, like Watchmen, he re reconstructs himself from energy or some shit. Well, I mean, it, it's not like his body free, was eviscerated; free. it just kind of died. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, you know, all the missions were really great. There were some really cool plays on on things. Like, uh, I thought the variety was really good. The enemy variety was a little better than the first game. Although still lacking. Completely lacking. Yeah, still completely lacking. Like, I would have, um, again, you touched on this briefly, but the, the powers, you know, the, the effort that they put into the powers and the movement in the game were definitely uh, a welcome sight. But just one of the worst things about the first game was that you just fought the same guys over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And in this one, instead of fighting the same two guys over and over again, you fought the same, like, four guys. Right. Over and over again. And some of them were so annoying. For example, the guys that stand on the towers. What the fuck? Those guys are so annoying. They make these little ice towers. Oh, yeah. And they put themselves up into the sky. And you have to blow up their ice tower with a grenade. And then, of course, your instinct is like, all right, I've stunned him. I'm going to run over and, like, kick the shit out of him. Oh, but you can't touch him. Because right. then immediately there's like this, you know, cut scene and he'll like knock you on your ass. God, those guys were so annoying. For me, the most annoying guys were the burrowers. Or no, sorry, the helicopters. Yeah, the helicopters sucked too. They were just so, they were impossible to kill. They took forever. Unless, unless, speak of the devil, you had, uh, the you had one of those vortex powers up your sleeve. Because man, that vortex, the, the ionic vortex power. The, the last one? No, 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 not the last one. The the tornado. Oh, yeah, that was great. You could just reach in your back pocket and throw a, like, just fling a tornado out of your back pocket. Yeah. And it would just envelop this helicopter, and it was just devastating and brutal and awesome. You know, uh, probably uh, the, most dis one, the most disappointing part of the game, other than that one mission, was uh, the last power you get. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, you mentioned <laughs> that you felt I was going to be disappointed. I, I wasn't disappointed in the power. I was disappointed that you don't get to use, like that you got it so late and you didn't really get to use it. Yeah, but it's not really a great like. It was the same power from one. Yeah, but it's cool. It's like a throwback. <laughs> yeah, but a throwback that's supposed to be the last power that you get at the end of the game. Come on. Well, it's it's your original like, you know. It's your original power, but you're all like juiced up on all these shards now that you're just got some extra juice in there. It's extra devastating. It Ex- looks cool. It looked great. Extra juicy. Yeah, extra juicy lightning, man. Um, cool. So, what are your last thoughts on Infamous Two? Uh, my last thoughts are back to the you know the replay value of this game. Um, you know, for for you and I, uh, I think. The, the, the same rules don't apply to the general populace because we're always just kind of playing another game and trying to get another game beat so we can podcast or write about it. So I, I know we've got a different agenda, but um, this is you know the first game again in a long time that I, I honestly hope to get through some of the games that I'm, I'm already playing right now so that I can go back and, and play it again and do a completely different path and be an evil bastard and see what happens because it, it seems super exciting. Well, you are an evil bastard. I mean, not in real life. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I think you can see whether you're going to like the game from the Infamous demo and then the original game. And then if, you, if you've if you never played Infamous before, uh, download the demo from PlayStation uh, Store. And, and if you like playing it, then you're going to like the games. And they maintain a level of quality that's very, very good. Um, if you don't like playing it... <laughs> then uh, you probably shouldn't play these games. I, I, these Infamous is a weird series because I, I enjoyed playing it a lot, and I went right through them. Uh, but I wouldn't say it was an amazing series. Uh, well, it's, it's, a hard, it's a hard game to recommend. It's a hard game to just off the cuff be like, oh, yeah, you, go, go get it, you'll love it. Right. Um, so I'm pretty happy that you gave the caveat there. You know, it's, it's not like even a game that's so just... Out of its out of normal elements like like Dead Space Two, which we talked about in the last podcast, you know you can pretty much sum it up with if you like to be scared shitless, play this game. Right? right. There isn't something like that with with Infamous because there, there's a little bit of like if you like comic books and you enjoy superhero stories, well, you might like it, but it also <laughs> might seem a little bit too linear for you. Right. 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 Um, it's not as rich in the superhero part of the story as it is in just like the the the, the pacing. Yeah, you know, it kind of does everything good. It, it doesn't does, yes. do everything uh, excellent. Except the pacing. I think the pacing in that game uh, far surpasses almost any game I've played in recent memory. The, the way that they string together the missions and, and push you from one to the next without you feeling too rushed or too forced, but you're never bored, um, they do a great job in that. If they could, you know, in Infamous 3 or whatever they work on next, if they could take that level of polish to the pacing of the story and just like blow out all the rest of the stuff um i think they have like a super game on their hands all right i uh i'm not sure if i agree really um uh, no the pacing was great pacing was great i just don't like to uh agree with you well then in typical kenny fashion throw out some poor example uh, that that doesn't really do uh, my your point justice that contradicts me and uh, you know set, all right g- give me another example of great pacing in a game that you've played lately the that's po- better than Infamous Two the poorest example I can give at this point is that it's uh, it's time to go well okay so 
Uh, yes, that does have to do with pacing. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, and it's a really poor example. That's really very, very poor. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess we kind of, this might be the first game that we like, but we're not sure we can say go out and buy it. Yep, try the demo. Try the demo. Just try the demo. Yep. Try the demo, and if you like it, buy it. Yeah. And if you don't, then blame Kenny. Then absolutely. And his, his cadre of poor examples. Yes. All right. Well, uh, this is Chips and Bits, and I am Kenny Myers. And I am Matthew Anderson. And thank you so much for listening from the bottom of our hearts. Amen. Oh, <laughs>